0: It's the fence, for womaness, woman Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the two We are go sipping your yo. Hard am calling for your long chorts You might learn something, I never know. Yeah, one will let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you're mine, say you're mine Wish I could hold you just for a little while I'm gonna change it. I wish I could throw you just for a little while. Let me. I wish I could fling you right now to a pussy clot far away. It's driving me crazy listening to fuckery. And I really wanna i wanna do some cursing. soon as i fling you baby i'm gonna ask them for sure oh could you suck your mu <laughs> i tried i tried i did something there yeah in case you don't know that was brandy brandy norwood um when you touch me was that from the? yeah that was from the album full moon that was a Seminal album, fantastic. I ain't even gonna run. I ain't even gonna try. Since she walked up in the club, I've been giving you the eye. Oh, we can dance if you want. Get it cracking if you like. Must be a full moon. We had a full moon last week. Yeah, we had a full moon of last week when I was recording, because I find now that it seems like my cycles want to end up with the full moon cycle. Well, yeah, or well, with the moon cycle, whatever the case may be. It's just so interesting to me how plant medicine really helps you to recalibrate your system. I love that. I love that. Anyway, if you're wondering who's just making up random songs, um, it's me, Kalechi, the baby girl in the bestest place to be, and you are listening to SYM, officially known as say your mind, unofficially known as what, what? That's right. Suck your mum. Why is it that when I started instantly, my nose started to itch? Like I was not having this problem before. And then all of a sudden it just decides to start. See, I didn't start recording this thing. I really play myself every time. Brent gave me clear instructions to not fuck about. Oh, I didn't. Did I? No, I didn't tell you what happened. So last week, in case you heard snippets on the recording of like, um, I was going to be talking to Sherelle Skeet and Zachary Momo about um, Beneath This Place. Um, th- that's the place that, uh, that's the place. That's the play that they're in currently at the Young Vic Theatre. That was meant to be part of the recording. Guess what? When I went to go and listen back to the recording, why was I hearing... Why was it echoing? Why? And that's when I was just like, Lord, Lord, my enemy. I keep telling you, my enemies are after me, and they will never catch me. They will. They shall never ever catch me, lest they dash their foot upon a rock and crack their heads open. They will never. Roam, wrong. roam, wrong. roam, wrong, roam. Wrong, wrong, wrong. They will never catch me. They will never. <laughs> So I've got to re-record those two interviews. When I tell you I'm over podcasting, like, let's be real. I am over it. I'm so over it. I'm now under it. I'm over it. Because how much can one person do? Like, let's be for fucking real, you know? My, my own little mini production. I deeped it the other day and I was just like, but when we take your tantrums and your outbursts out of it, Kelechi not that, you know, you're not, not that you're not valid in your feelings, but when we put that to the side for a minute, you're an absolute G. Like essentially I just come in here every week and I've got my own recording space and it's set up cutely for me. I'm going to be redecorating. Medina Grillo has been helping me with that, with uh, design ideas. She's such a baby girl. So um, I'll get around to like Putting up some of the things that we discussed And giving this space a revamp Because I feel like For all the little fashion bits that I drop On um, Insta You know, my little looks My looks You know I need my Libra sun to also shine in this space. It's not giving Libra currently. It's giving like my Capricorn Mars, where it's just like, just has to be practical and functional and just get on with it. But no, we need to have my Libra sun coming through as well. I mean, we're having little bits, like we've got the flowers. We've got my book here as well. Um, but no, I'm really going to zhuzh this place up. I really am. I feel like I'm in my zone slowly, but this is the thing. I feel conflicted because at the same time, I'm just like, fuck podcasting, like fuck sharing my views. Fuck like all of this. Fuck it. Because we'll get into it later, but I just don't understand what we're all doing. I, I don't get it. So those interviews that you've missed out on, will be back soon. I do, fingers crossed, have an interview for you today with the incredible Sampa the Great, Um, fantastic singer, fantastic artist. So that will be in the show magnificent section, but let's all just, let's not hold our breath (laughs) because I don't know what other like curveballs technology is going to throw at me, but this is what happens when you self-produce like literally every facet of your life. Just be aware. So when those girl bosses are telling you about girl boss, they don't understand the girl boss system. The girl boss system, they don't understand what it takes to be a a true girl boss because some days I'm just like, Lord. I wanted to say send the floods, but people are actually experiencing floods a lot in the global South and sometimes even in the North of um, England. So I won't say that. But I've said it. Anyway, moving on. That's enough of that What have I been doing this week? Well Last week Sunday When I was recording My tummy was still doing My eye was still going through it Monday I had to cancel Because I was meant to be recording The audio book For Edge of Here And I had to cancel The first day of recording Because Like I'm sorry, I can't go and start saying, oh, Chinonso and Indidi, and then suddenly I shit myself, like, that's mad, so I was just like, I'm not doing that, I'm not coming in, and instantly, when I cancelled and said I'm not coming in, I was also meant to do my reflection ceremony with Lawrence. and um, I, again, wasn't feeling Great about doing that As in my body I I was so looking forward To doing the ceremony But my body I was just like I'm not going to be In the space To do this properly I'm so exhausted Nobody talks enough You know like people love to say Nobody talks enough Like girl You just weren't part of the conversations Everybody's been talking You just weren't part of the conversations It is exhausting to be ill Like it is so exhausting And especially when I wasn't Like necessarily feeling ill Other than like my tummy And everything was just um, a mess it's so tiring. Oh, you lose so much fluids, like dehydration to bumba. But um, yeah, so I was just like, I don't I'm depleted. And I think that you have to have energy for, you know, spiritual ceremonies and things like that. So I w- I canceled my audiobook recording for that day, and I canceled my session with um Laurence, and she was, you know, lovely as always about it. Um, and as soon as I did those things, I instantly started to feel better. And again, I keep saying that I don't want to woo woo everything and make everything like, oh my God, this is so spiritual. But everything literally is spiritual. Like we're all spiritual beings having a human experience, right? But the moment I did that, my body started to feel better. Maybe one could say, well, girl, like your ass has been on fire for eight days. So we would hope that at that point is when everything would calm down. I even tried to get a GP appointment and I'm so... Sad at the state of the NHS because it is a mess, a mess. And it's this other app that I use or this service that I use where I pay a yearly subscription where I can have access essentially to a GP, essentially like 24 hours a day, I believe. They also were useless. And I'm just like, so what is my money good for then? Because I'm paying this subscription so I can speak to you and then you can prescribe things that you can give me the consultation over video chat. And then you'll send me the prescription via email and I can just go and get my things. And then they're like, Oh girl, (laughs) girl, from what you've described, you need to see a, a GP in person. Yeah. You need to see a GP in person. Um, And so then I called the GP and I'm like, all right, can I have an um, appointment? This is how I'm feeling. Oh, um, a pharmacist will call you later. The pharmacist calls. Okay, come and get these um, things to give us a sample of whatever else. Um, I go to go and pick it up. Um, So who did you say that you spoke to? Because I just, one moment, because I just can't, can't seem to, can't seem to find it in the system. Sorry, I'm just looking over at Linda. I think I'm going to ask Linda. Linda so this young lady's come in and she needs to do a sample and give a sample, but I, they do this all the time, don't they? They really do. They just like they they just don't put it in the system. Yeah, I've had it with them as well. I've had it with them as well. Like, I just had to go and look something up for another patient, and it's getting out of hand. Yeah. Well, give me your form. And when I'm going in to go and speak to Dr. Khalid, I can ask him as well and see what he says. Yeah. And they're just having this whole conversation, and I'm just waiting. And then they go, come back. Oh, here you go. And then by the time they gave it to me, my tummy was calm. I didn't couldn't go to the loo anyway, so I had nothing to give them. Whew, it is a mess, child. is a mess. The NHS, whoo, the ghetto, the ghetto, the ghetto with a white refrigerator to store samples. Um, no, um, let's store vaccines. Um, no, what I wanted to say is that I big up all of, you know, the nurses and the staff, everybody, everybody that works I say everybody, I don't know about you, like the senior management in these, um, organizations within the NHS, because a lot of you are anti-black and then you don't support your staff enough, but big up the doctors, the nurses, the junior doctor like the, the, you know, the everybody that's coming through, um, that you're still helping us keep this thing alive that clearly the government's trying to destroy and they've destroyed quite a lot of it, but thank you. I wasn't able to get the help that I needed. I'm just so glad that my body sorted itself out. But thank you for still doing what you do. I appreciate you, is what I wanted to say. Um. So, yeah, so I had all of that. But so I just went home, just got went to got into my bed and um, was just chilling. And I started to feel much better. And so Tuesday, I went in to go and record the audiobook. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So excited. Oh, oh, and I just can't hide it. Uh, 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 uh. I know, I know, I know, I know. Pre-order edge of here. <laughs> I don't know where you thought that was going. But um, yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I get to do all these different accents. And it's just like, God was like, so you're not gonna be in like a major movie, you know. In your in your early 30s, right? In your 20s, you're not going to be doing all of that. But I will frustrate you to the point that you end up writing a book because of the state of society. And then you get to voice the characters in your audiobook, and boom, boom, bitch, boom. Boom, boom, shake the rascal room. Okay. And that's where we found ourselves. When I was doing the audiobook, I was like, Kalechi, wait, Kelechi, let's say your name correctly. Kelechi Olua Fumilayo Kafu. You are one talented babe You are one talented babe Fucking hell can hell No, it was great The only accent I didn't do was the Scouse accent Because Indidi in the story is meant to have a Scouse accent Now the way that I've rationalized this is because Um Indidi, she's in the story called The Watchers If you've got the anthology, Who's Loving You That was edited by Sarita Domingo Who's also my editor for Edge of Here um, You would know of Chinonso and Indidi already But their story has been updated slightly So even those of you who felt like you'd read it in that anthology Get ready for some, just a few minor tweaks, that's all um, But then you've got seven other stories that you've never encountered before Well, you've encountered a little bit of the allyship chip If you came to Sadler's Wells for that show But What was I saying? So I didn't do the Scouse accent And the way that I rationalized it Is because we go back to in time to Bonnie Where they were taking um, They were stealing us They were stealing black people They were stealing, um, you know, the West Africans And taking them through that port Now she wouldn't have a Scouse accent In Bonnie, Nigeria, would she? So then she's not going to have She can't have a Scouse accent in the present day And if I changed her accent when I change time I don't know, directorially It'll be great to get your take on this Directorially, I just feel like For the sake of consistency I just needed to leave her accent as it is But I'm just lying You know I'm lying Because if I could do that Scouse accent properly The way that I want to do it Without you scouses, attacking me all the time Like, Kalechi, Kalechi, that's not even right That's not what you sound like um, And that's what you sound like to me in my head Okay Um so yeah, if I could do it, I would. I would have definitely done it, and then just been like, "You can figure it out when she's in the present day and when she's in the past." Because I'll obviously give her a more West African accent, if you can call it that, for back in a day. And but anyway, all I'm saying to you is that she just has my accent when I'm reading it. In the in, when I'm reading that story, but the other stories, I played about with a few accents, except for a Russian accent. I didn't do that because one of the drivers in one of the stories, the story's called Blue. He's got a Russian accent, but I didn't do it. Um, but I did an American accent for one of the characters in Broom, which is the name of one of the stories. In fact, I can tell you the name of all of the stories, can't I? Because it's my fucking book. So, Edge of Here by Kelechi Okafo. So, um, oh, wow. It's lovely. Anyway, it says here, the first story is called The Watchers. The second story is called The Ally Chip. Third story is called Blue. The fourth story is called The School Run. The fifth story, I started worrying about my counting there. The fifth story is called Uterus Star. The sixth story is called The Other Man. The seventh story is called Broom. And the final story is called Councilwoman. So there you have it. Bloop, bloop, bloop. So. Yeah, I can't wait for you to get into the stories Now that I'm doing the recordings, I'm so, so excited So the first day of recording was great I mean, I'm kind of used to audiobook narration Because if you remember, I narrated Jendela Benson's book, um, novel, Hope and Glory That was really fun to do, I loved that And I, you know, I love her work So doing my own, I was just kind of And I was in the same booth as well So it was just like, memories from the corners of my mind, misty straw, flinging memories for your clouds Thank you. Send the Grammy in the post. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it was nice to be in the same booth doing the things. And so I recorded Tuesday, Wednesday. I was meant to go and see Sampa. On Wednesday, I believe Was it Wednesday? Yeah, I was meant to go and see something on, I think it was Wednesday night But I couldn't end up going Because I had to then Something I was meant to record At 6.30 They told me at 8 minutes past 6 That they had to move it to 9pm They would, Like, one day I would tell the story about how a specific organization or company or just groups of people in an industry have really played with my time recently. And I think that God has really protected them because they don't know whom I am's and how mad I can move. It's only through the the divinity that courses through me <laughs> that allowed them to to, to avoid a cussing, honestly and truly. So I've still got, I've, re- um, I've read so far... Um, almost seven. Are my legs dry? No, almost seven of the stories. There are eight stories. So I need another day to record the rest because obviously I missed out the Monday, but um, it's been really fun so far. I'm super proud of myself, super proud of the team that's making this happen. And um, yeah, it's all wonderful. Now that I've said that, I wonder which bad person is listening. I'm casting away all the evil eye. Evil eye, pom pom, evil eye, pom pom. Evil Eye, moving it away Redirecting that Evil Eye back to the people I will finish all the things that I've started In the name of the most high um, I think that's enough about me I think that that's really all I wanted to say um, Book tickets for Beneath Us Place Because I actually don't know When we're going to fit the interview in It's probably in my diary I just haven't checked um, When we're going to fit the interview in So by the time we fit it in I don't want you to miss out on tickets Of seeing the show I haven't seen the show yet But I'm excited about going to see it So I want to see Beneath This Place at the Young Vic Theatre, directed, written and directed by Kwame Kwe Amar. So um, that should be interesting. Anyway, um, let's get to... Let me move this closer. Come closer. Come closer. Anyway, um, let's get to the Tarot this week. How are you, friend? I'm sounding like Malik McIntyre. I love following him on um, TikTok. Um, Let's get to the Tarot. I hope you're okay. As you're listening to this, I hope that the week has started well for you. What letter should I... Okay, so we've got this letter. It says, hi, Kalechi, I hope you are keeping well. I have been listening to your podcast for about a year now, and I'm absolutely loving it. Loving it. Please see attached to some details of my current situation. Any help or guidance you can give will be very much appreciated from a quick scan that I've had of this email sent on the 9th of January. I'm so sorry. I'm only getting to it now. It's long. So buckle up, shorty. Okay. Buckle up. Here we go. Hi, Kalechi. Happy new year. I pray the year will bring many great things for you, both planned and some surprises. I am an Aries, birth date, March, 1984 I won't read that actual day And um, that is all I can tell you I don't know my birth chart I don't know the time I was born I asked my mum once Being a Nigerian Christian She was suspicious um, I wanted to use it For astrological purposes So did not tell me Your mums need to stop doing that Your mums need to stop doing that Because on a big man thing You lots mums are blocking your blessings Like auntie Auntie Go, go and play this to your mum So I can talk to her directly Auntie Good afternoon Eka son Eka ro Eka le Whichever day of the, um, you know Whichever day that this message meets you Auntie, please Please, I'm using God to beg you Can you let my siblings have their birth time? Because all of this wizards and warlocks That you think that we're becoming All we're trying to do is understand this world This universe, that the good God that you serve Allowed us to inhabit Please, nothing will happen just tell your child to, 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 to utilize sense and not to go and be handing out the birth chart time or whatever, whatever to just any old body, but let them see small and ah, auntie, please. I know that maybe it's hard for you to know your own birth time because sometimes you lot don't even have calendars. And then you have to say that I was born in the, in, in the time that the palm nut tree was blossoming. So it's kind of different for you, but for those of us that have access to it, possibly please now let us enjoy small. That's all I wanted to say. Good afternoon, ma. Anyway, back to this. So I asked my mum once, being a Nigerian Christian, she was suspicious I wanted to use it for astrological purposes, so did not tell me. Both my parents have passed away. Oh my God, very sorry. My condolences to you. The hospital I was born is no longer So getting this now will be a bit difficult It will be difficult, but it's not impossible So I've mentioned before I want to say it's called elective astrology But there are basically astrologers that I know of I think maybe what I need to do, right I need to create like a resource page on my website KelechiOkafo.com And put there the people that I recommend My Kelechi's recommendations But remember, I've got an 8th house Scorpio So if you go and go to these people And then you go and deviate from what I told you to go and do there Or that you have some kind of next experience Like I am not liable I'm just telling you what I've experienced with them And I'm only ever going to recommend people That I've actually had readings with I don't tend to want to recommend people That I haven't had any dealings with like that So what I could potentially do If you lot are up for it Again, let me know in the comments Let me know um, on Spotify as well Because you can leave um, your thoughts After the podcast finishes now Right let me know if you'd like that, because if I put it there, the astrologers that I like, um, and the um tarot readers, for instance, that I like, and things like that, just the things that the things, yeah, collections picks, collection of picks, you know, like the things that I like that I think are cute. Um, share your, share your, I can't say share your magnificence. Share your, I don't know. You can come up with the n, the m for that, right? Um. But I can, you know, share these things with you And then you can go there But I do think that there are astrologers That I know there are rather Astrologers that can help you They'll ask you a few questions And then based on that They can sort of work out things So basically, let me tell you quickly how they do it If I haven't told you before So your birth date Um, Means that we at least know that the planets were here, 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 here This was, you know, the sun was in Aries This was happening over here Mercury was over here We know that standardly However, because the rising sign changes every 20 minutes We need the rising sign in order to work out where these planets are For you personally So even though we know That the sun is in Aries We need to know What house Aries is for you Because the impact of Aries Being in your first house of self How you appear How you identify Literally means that Your body will be built A particular way Right Um because I'm an Aries rising, I'm an Aries rising. So, you know, us Aries risings, we're a bit fiery with the mouth, a few anger issues, and we're usually built athletically or we have athletic tendencies. Um, You can run that by most Aries risings, unless there's a planet in there that's kind of dampening that being their reality. But, um, so that's one example. But if Aries is then your seventh house, then we know that your son in Aries in the seventh house, like you, 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 Ideally, your relationships, you tend to go for more fiery things Or maybe they're short-lived or short-term relationships Um, And then if there's another planet there that's interacting with your son in the seventh house It might mean that your best relationships, for instance, come later in life Or you tend to date older people Or like um, you have sudden changes, deviations from the kind of people that you like to date Or maybe you like open relationships I don't know But my point is, based on... What changes every 20 minutes And therefore which house Ends up being your rising sign Ends up being your first house It delineates what else is happening In your chart And it makes it easier To understand over time So it is possible And there are only 12 houses, right? So the astrologer would ideally ask you Certain um, key moments in your life And they'll use those key moments To chart where possibly this would happen for you And this would happen for you Within um, the hypothetical chart Until they land on What's most likely to be your um, your rising sign So I hope that helps Anyway, I'll get on with this letter I've actually made the letter longer By giving you my explanations of things um, The hospital I was born at is no longer So getting this now will be a bit difficult Not diff- difficult, not impossible um, Anyway, the point of why I'm writing to you I'll be 40 next year And I feel that I have not been my best self in these years. And I fear that, this is so tiny, I'm just expanding. Uh, And I fear that this is a very pivotal point for me. The decisions I make now will be me for the next 20 years. So I want to make sure that I get it right and go down the right path. Recently, I keep dreaming of my nails falling off when I looked up the meaning of this. Some of the interpretations say that change must take place there are others But this is the one that resonates with me the most I had a dream recently That my mum took two of my siblings and myself To um, to shower in a big public space One of my sisters and one of my brothers um, uh, was it? There are two These are the two that I'm closest to All of my Out of all of my 11 siblings 11 siblings Ooh, ciao. Oh, It was like a huge stadium Oh I don't want to share anybody's personal business, but whenever people have had dreams like this, amazing things have come afterwards when you see your mum in a dream and she's and it's usually in a big stadium and they're either gonna show you a door to uh, to either come out of that stadium or they do something to you within that stadium it's like they're preparing you to show up for the next stage of your life that's how I understand that's how I understand it um Anyway, let me carry on because I keep interrupting your, your letter. It was like a huge stadium and the water from the showers came down like waterfalls. Oh, that's God's blessings. It was very bright. Later in the dream, my mother was feeding the same brother and myself corn. Then she gave me what looked like a gold vitamin to eat. That is where I woke up. It was a very beautiful dream, and I woke up with comfort. Oh, I'm so happy for you. As I've been struggling a lot at night recently, my anxieties and fears are ridiculous at the moment. Same. It's a very strange feeling because I feel that I've put myself in a state where I'm kind of reborn. I have the strong feeling that I um, that I need to start over in all areas of my life, which I get, and is also. Um, a good feeling. However, my r- problem is I just do not know what to do or how to do it, and that there and that is where all my anxieties and fears take over. I grew up in Peckham. Bop 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 bop. SE fifteen. The norm all day, every day. Sorry, had to pick up my ends. <laughs> um, back again. I need to stop interrupting your story. So I grew up in Peckham and we lived there for almost 20 years. However, since my mum passed away in 2008, I have lived in several places. The longest I've stayed anywhere has been two years. I was renting my own flat in 2020 to 2021. When I moved in, I thought I would be settled there for some time until I was financially uh, ready to get a mortgage. Unfortunately, it did not turn out that way. There was rats. Yes, rats, not mice in the flat. I tried to force myself to stay, but I just could not do it. Also there was something spiritually not okay in the flat and I think that was God's way of telling me to get out. So I found an amazing new place. Everything was good and ready to go and I had my move-in date um, handed, um, I, um, and I had my move-in date, handed in my notice to my then landlord. I was to move in on the 3rd of December. I caught COVID really badly. I had to go to hospital on the 25th of November. On that very day, the new estate agent sent me an email to say that the landlord had given the property to someone else. I was in hospital for a week, so could not do anything about it and could not look for anywhere else. Landlords are pussy class. I'm so sorry to say, landlords are pussy class. What do you mean? You had your move-in date. So that means you've parted with money in order to have your move-in date. And then they're telling you that they're giving it to someone else. Is everybody all right? Sorry, let me carry on Um, I was in hospital for a week So could not do anything about it And could not look for anywhere else I had a week to move out of my flat When I got out of hospital Since um, then I've struggled to find anywhere permanent to live I stayed in hotels for a couple of months I could not admit this to my family While I was in hospital The doctors had found a lump in my breast So during this period I had to have two biopsies And wait two weeks each time for the results So it was very emotionally and um, it was a very emotionally, emotional and reflective time for me I'm Just editing as I go along Thankfully, it turned out to be a cyst and it's benign I since moved twice in the last year and I'm still not in a permanent accommodation I will need to move in the next two months The last couple of years I've consciously been trying to make changes with the people I'm around In 2021 I ended a 20-year friendship And since then I've detached myself from other people from my social circle Which was not massive anyway, but enough I found that I was being the worst version of myself when around these people And I had to put a stop to it I'm not pointing fingers I contributed to the negative energy But I also knew I needed to move away From being around people Who we did not um, um, Move away from being around people Who we did not elevate each other Honestly, it's been a huge weight off my shoulders not having to worry about such friendships and just doing me I have times of loneliness as I like going out to eat socialize and party every once in a while But god has a strange way of doing things a friend um, I lost touch with over five years ago got back in touch and we have been hanging out It has been a perfect arrangement She has two kids and can only hang out once in a while Which has been perfect for me as I get to feel that um, urge I have to go out and get wasted chat shit and dance until we next meet, Um, there are no pressured expectations. <laughs> Pardon me. There are no pressured expectations, and we text once in a while to check in with each other and to arrange another meetup, But there is no pressure between us. I've never had to find that um, a massive social circle, and I'm okay with that. I've always said all I need is one or two good friends, as I come from a big family, and we are all quite close in age. I've never had a long-term relationship, just a few situationships and one night stands. I've never had enjoyable sex. My insecurities have led me to seriously oppress this part of myself. Um, I would love to have a great sexual experience, but keep telling myself I must wait to find my person that then brings um, another fear, which is that I would never meet that person. So I will never have that experience. I think that there is a connection between my friendships particularly the um particularly the one I had for 20 years and not, and my not being able to have a long-term partner, I've always struggled with men. Just the simplest thing like eye contact or even smiling past connections with men, um, as mostly been when I've been away when I've been way too drunk. Um, now I'm finding myself being able to hold eye contact, smile, even say hello, I know this is basics for most people, but for me, it's been, it has been very difficult. I think the negative energy coming from these friendships was somehow blocking this part of me because I've never had a long-term partner. I had put a lot on my friendship. Um, I put a lot of my friendships and at times would get really disappointed when friends let me down. I realized that was, um, that was, that I was seeking that what I was seeking in these friendships was, um, actually intimacy. My life has, um, was actually the intimacy my life has missed from not having a long-term partner. I have fibroids with symptoms of polycystic ovaries, sleep apnea, and high blood pressure. I'm overweight. I've been, I have been for 30 years, but carry myself well and active for someone who is overweight. Um, I've made the decision to go for gastric sleeve surgery in Turkey. Turkey. Okay, um, I'm just going to continue reading Um, And feel that this will change so much in my life My issues with how I see myself comes back to my weight I am a very attractive woman The weight, luckily for me, is in all the right areas and well proportioned I do not have issues with attracting men But I have issues with how I see myself, which comes back to my weight It has taken me years to get to the point where I can look at myself and say Damn, you are all right Unfortunately, the habits and behaviors that I have built up over the years when I was extremely insecure and really hated myself Is now very hard to get rid of I've always wanted to get married and have children But I'm now scared that this will not happen for me given my age My health stuff and never having a long-term partner I've been mentally preparing myself that I'm that I possibly might not have children as there are other options But I can't do the same with finding someone to share my life with I've tried to live my life being what I think a good person is But feel as a result I've also oppressed myself a lot I'm always nice to people and do not like conflict I've never really done anything crazy or risky in my life I've recently been playing with the I, this idea in my head Of creating an OnlyFans account But then I tell myself that spiritually this is not okay What do you- <laughs> girl, what? What? There is nothing wrong with an OnlyFans, okay? If I had content I thought was worth being on there, (laughs) I would be on there in a second. Don't ever get it twisted. Who wants to come and suffer? Who don't like betating? Who don't like betating? Like, be serious. (laughs) If you've got what it takes and you know that there's a market for you, you get on there and you do what you need to do. Okay. Um, Yeah, I've recently been playing with this idea in my head of creating an OnlyFans account But but then I tell myself that spiritually this is not okay But at the same time, I don't think it is okay living a life constantly trying to be a good person Exactly, what is a good person? Let me finish your letter before I go off on one I've got this far by telling myself that God will reward me But I know this is nonsense Not that I don't think that God doesn't reward good people But I'm not talking about doing something that will bring harm to others I work with young people Okay. So, okay. I'm good at my job, but there is something inside me that is missing. So I'm not at my best in the role. I'm thinking of applying to be a primary school teacher. Also, I don't know about that only fans. Uh, I know it sounds pathetic. Even as I'm typing, I'm typing it. I have told myself that being a teacher is my path in life. I don't know. One thing I'm sure of is that wh- whatever I do end up doing, I know I must still be doing something which involves helping others. Just this morning, before I started writing this letter, I had um, enough, enough idea, another idea to open my own cafe slash restaurant as I love to cook and learnt this from my mum. This is what led me to write to you because I got frustrated again. I know I have offloaded a lot, but please help where you can. Also, I just think that you are fucking amazing. I love everything you you stand for and that you are not scared to live and be your own true self. I hope I can get to, um, I hope I can get to this point. Thank you for being such a gracious, loud, unapologetic voice for so many of us. Thank you for that letter. That was really, really beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with me, with us. Like I really appreciate it. Um, First thing I want to say Just off the top of my head Please consider other places Than Turkey Gastric sleeve surgery Is so risky I'm not trying to Like scare you But it's a very risky surgery And the veneers That people are coming back with From Turkey Yeah When their mouth looks like that Like that That no Why is it only one size Of tooth that they have in Turkey Why is it only one size because you not come back and then you're now trying to talk and, you're, and the whole time, you have to talk. Because well, you can't close your whole mouth because the whole of the teeth, uh-uh, uh-uh. Can we get something more natural? It's giving horse. It's giving... <laughs> Whatever sounds a horse makes, that's what it's giving. Like, can we not? Um, And I say that, but then in other surgeries that people have gotten as well, like... Please check or check very, very, very well. Very well. Yeah. Um, because gastric sleeve. And also, if you go and get it done in Turkey, like how long do you stay in Turkey? Because you have to be on bed rest for quite a while, I believe, or just a little while. So getting back on the plane. I'm just thinking this for you. Cause if you're if you haven't talked this through with friends or family, like consider me your friend in this moment, like please choose somewhere like very, very reputable because. It'll be beans. Like, like this is not no joke situation. I'm all for doing whatever you need to do, and um, so you can be more comfortable in your body. Just please, please, please do it safely. Like, go through the reviews on um or, or or everything that you can find on whichever surgeon is going to be doing this um for you. Okay, um, and whatever you decide, you know, I support you. I just want you to do it safely. Yeah? As for the OnlyFans I'm with it I'm with it Because I, what I love is that You know you're a cutie You know you're a cutie Like you said it yourself You feel like your body's set good Like you know All of this And that's another thing If you're sure enough That Or you can definitely um, Entertain the idea That you would go on OnlyFans And do whatever you want to do on there And I imagine it will involve your body Or whatever Then Why the gastric sleeve Again, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just, because you know that then then the body you have now will change significantly upon doing it. So have those conversations with yourself. Like, who are you doing the surgery for? And be really, really honest. Because everyone loves to say, oh, I'm doing it for myself. I got the PPL for myself. I got this for myself. Are you sure? Because if it wasn't attractive to men, let's say, would you be doing it? So just consider, just consider things. It's all I'm saying. But anyway, let's get to the card, cause cards. Cause I really be talking. I really be talking. Um, let me not. Good as she done, but them no good as she did. Um, let's see here. Add this. Oh, I'm gonna split screen it. I think I like when it's split screened. Yeah, that's cute. Do I have enough space here for the cards? No. Let me just change it I'm just moving things around Ignore me Um, I just want to make sure that you see all the cards Well, yeah, this is a wider screen This actually works better Um, Right, let's get into it So there's been a lot about your health So I feel like something is happening with Venus Oh, Venus and Pluto in your chart Got um, the first card that's come out already Is the Page of Swords So interesting I put that here Move this out of the way The Page of Swords In reverse That came out um, And then what other cards For this baby girl Because you wrote a lot right And I'm just conscious of time On my part Because I spoke for ever Doing the intro for this week um, And then we've got the interview later But I'm just going to try and see what comes out for you, um. While I'm on that subject, actually, all of the people who are on the Straw Society tier uh, on um, Patreon, I'll be sending out your readings from Wednesday. That's that Wednesday. Is that Wednesday the 11th, 12th of July? I'll send out your readings from then. So let's see what other card you've got here. Two of Swords. So every it feels very mental for you, like it's it's in your head. It's um because Swords represent like the intellect. Um, And such Just get a third card for you See what's happening here But it just um, I'm glad that you're okay um, You know, with the biopsies And everything else that you've had to do So it feels like something Oh, in your sixth house In your sixth house as well um, You've got going on Okay, so the cards that we've got We've got the Page of Swords in reverse We've got the Two of Swords upright um, and then we've got the four of wands and in this deck we've just got four ones standing upright like they're having a celebration or some kind of wedding day um, Why is it not a, a focusing? Pissing me off um, There we go, four of wands If it decides to focus again uh, Four of wands and then at the bottom of the deck I can see the five of pentacles So somebody looks like they've been left out in a cold Let's see what I get from the spiritual. I've got to say it again. The dickhead in recovery, the affirmations for a dickhead in recovery cards. Oh, that flipped out nicely. Everything in life has seasons. I will honor the seasons of my body and spirit. That's very cute. Let me move it right up close. Why is it just blurring? This thing is annoying me. Oh, there we go. Everything in life has seasons. I will honor the seasons of my body and spirit. And then a third card My throat started to feel achy When I was reading your letter And then I started pulling the cards So I feel like there's something To do with your throat And not speaking up for yourself enough I feel like with having so many um, siblings um, Growing up You've kind of Struggled to be able to say what it is that you want Because you've always felt like you needed to go along With what everybody else wants wants as well So you haven't really spoken up for yourself And so the repression that you've mentioned In terms of your um, sensuality, your sexuality um, All of those things I think that part of that is also Because of the blockage in your throat And then we've got this card, Mending Mending came out in reverse (laughs) Makes me think of threads Because that's literally what we're dealing with all of this week Um, Mending, two children sitting on spools And one sitting on the, no, two are sitting on the um, spools You know, for the thread Um, And that is number (sniffs) 52527 Okay, don't know why my nose is doing up Sniff, 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 sniff All right, all right Let's say, let's go with what I'm seeing then So Page of swords And it's confirmed By the page of swords In reverse as well You not really being sure What you think about things Before my tit drops out You not really being sure About what you think about things Um, Second guessing yourself You've got lots of ideas And Those ideas are useful to you You mentioned your nails Having dreams of your nails falling off I've been having dreams recently of my teeth crumbling And whenever those dreams come Like I have them as recurring dreams But whenever they happen It's because some big change is about to happen in my life And I don't feel like I'm ready for it Or it's like it's going to change A significant aspect of how I appear in the world Literally whenever it happens it's It's always been like a major change Um that's brought it about So nails, teeth Made of the same stuff, right? Um, and so, yeah It's it's a big change And A part of you falling away And it's significant That you're going to be 40 next year as well So you would have had um, Ideally you would have You would have had your nodal return and then next year well from july from july 17th i think the nodal axis changes and we have the north node in aries so when it comes to your birthday next year the north node will st- will still be in aries so there is definitely something loading up in terms of in terms of karma and fate for you destiny for you um from mid july onwards and i think that's probably why i ended up reading your um letter at this time Because all of the things that have been happening Is a process of shedding And that shedding has been so necessary For what's coming for you next Um, I don't know how you're going to take this, right? And I wouldn't usually recommend this to anybody And I want to preface this by saying I haven't actually been But this is the nature of what happens With the reading sometimes You should consider sex parties You should The safe ones you can research them. I mean, you found OnlyFans, like you can research them. Like there are different. And I would say, try and maybe see like the sex parties that are organized. But is it legal to say this? Cause I don't even know if I can be recommending, but I think I can like, right. I don't know. But I take it with a pinch of salt. If it's not legal, I did not say a word, but I think it is. I think it is right. Check that it's super safe. Like they, they, all the measures that they take To make sure that everybody's safe Who attends All of that stuff I'm not telling you to go Even if you don't do anything Right I just think it'll be good for you To be there Because there's so much That's repressed within you And I think that you're so so curious Because from when you're saying like Eye contact and even smiling There's so much of you That's had to blend into the background Um, You know um, here, no, like I'm looking at the two of swords card here Right that we've got And we see the figure let me move this And we see the figure They've got the um, They've got their Two swords crossed Across their chest Or two knives And they're wearing a blindfold And there's so much water Behind them So so much water Which represents emotions And so I think that You're so um Blocked off from all of your emotions and your set, your sensual urges, because somewhere down the line you've been programmed to believe that it's wrong. And you said it yourself, like, "Oh, um, I wanted to, I considered an OnlyFans, but I thought, you know, spiritually, is it okay? What are you doing that's wrong? Everybody in the situation is consenting. You're consenting to put in the imagery on there. The people who are signing up to your OnlyFans are using their money. Hopefully, they're not using the family money that their wife has told them that we need to use for electricity. Um, they're not using that money, but." Essentially, everybody's consenting to this situation And, you know, aside from the sex parties Maybe having an account like Only OnlyFans Will help you to explore what it is that you like for yourself Because it's got to be about what you like You can't create the account based on what you think Other people might want to see f- from you Create it from what you want to do And the fact that she's got the um, mask on her face Or she's got the blindfold on her Makes me think that maybe have a mask situation Going on as well, because also consider that you you want to be a school teacher. So maybe have a mask going on. Um, and that's part of your persona, however you want to do it, because um, you know, body yadi 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 yaddy you know, you're serving body, so you can do what you want. Um, and then we've got the four of wands here, which usually signifies like marriage, stability, a home, children. It comes out for you upright, which says like you don't really have to worry about that. Like. And the fact that we've got the card as well mending from the wisdom of the Oracle deck Like sometimes you have to take something apart so you can put it back together more neatly If you imagine that our psyche has kind of been sewn and stitched together for us by our parents and by society while we've been growing up So some of their stitches are fucked like, Yeah, some of their stitches are fucked <laughs> This is very thread, um, thread metaphorical this week But some of their stitches are fucked So you've got to now unpick the stitching And then stitch yourself back together again all right. And so in the unpicking of the stitching is you moving away or was you moving away from friendship groups that didn't serve you is from is then you realizing that raw, I haven't ever enjoyed sex. I still want these things. I was still like these things. That's you. unpicking all of the things and then you're realizing all of the parts that you have. Like imagine like it's a the coat of many colors that my mama made for me. Made only from rags But I was rich as I could be Big up yourself Dolly Parton Big up yourself Two slaps on your chest My G With your big hair and your big boobs Love you forever Um, Yeah you've got all of these patchwork sort of like bits Why is my face hidden? Um, You've got all of these patchwork sorts of bits right And then you're having to put them together In a pattern that you like And then stitch them up together again yeah, and so when it says here Everything in life has a season I will honour the seasons of my body and spirit The body is so important there Choose wisely on this turkey situation Is what my spirit is telling me to tell you I'm not one of them people that fearmonger people About surgery and things like that Because I just think it's horrible when people do that So I wouldn't do that to you But what I'm saying is like Just honour your body and honour your body well Um, Buy yourself some sex toys Really start to um Before I feel like you can Think, um, think about enjoying sex with other people right now You've also got to figure out what it is that you like, right? So I would really encourage you to get yourself some toys and play around And um, the clitoral um, massages are really, really good So there are lots of things out there See what you like, you know Not all of us are going to like the same things See, see what takes your fancy um, And honour your spirit as well You're going through a transformation you, Even you know that and while the transformation is happening Sometimes it's very gooey and messy And just all over the place But I, 2024 will be really great for you The tension that you're feeling right now Is so that you can shed things That are no longer going to serve you But the marriage and the children thing You don't have to worry about that That does not come up as something to worry about What we've got here is Five of Pentacles though And oh, look at that, it's interesting I've moved the screen But you can sort of see The figures here are wearing I'm going to bring it back up I'm going to bring my camera back up Because I want you to see this Um, The figures in a five of pentacles One is wearing like a coat That looks like patched together And like yeah it looks very patched together Very dusty Move it very close Let's see here Move it back a bit Yeah they're wearing a patchwork coat Looks very dusty And another person is cowering And they've got their hand out And they're walking in the snow And it looks like they're walking outside of a church Where clearly the church is enjoying And it's not helping the people Sounds about right um and then the seven of wands I caught a glimpse of that underneath as well. So you have to move away from the mindset of scarcity You have to move away from the mindset of lack That you're going to be left out in the cold That you won't have anything Like even when you feel like you don't have anything You still have something to give And that's you like something to give to yourself primarily But also something to give in, to others and in so many ways And I think it's so beautiful how you want to help other people what wh- um, wh- How you want to be in a helping profession It's kind of making me think that your north node is in... Um, your sixth house but i wouldn't know because i don't know what your chart looks like um but yeah i so i say all of that to say the first person as somebody who resonates with wanting to help people the first people we need to help are ourselves right and i've had to learn that in very very hard ways like i do this podcast i make my videos on socials i do this i do that like so many things that you do for others And it's just like But you have to Prioritise yourself You're wanting to fix the world And then you're hoping That once you fix the world The world can fix you But that's not the way round That's not the right way around. That's not how it works Work on yourself first Like give yourself that space Give yourself that love And I think then Then things will be clearer to you As to the path That you actually want to follow But if you want to do teaching As well as OnlyFans There are ways around it You can do that So in closing Please consider um, Going to some parties And just watching Right Right um, I know that there are some black um people, um, women that organize these parties so they make sure that it's woman like it's safe for women to attend, even when men are attending. They make sure that it's safe for women to be there. Um, and yeah, get yourself a sex toy and um yeah, keep up with your friend how it is right now. That works for you, like. Let it be what it is. And in terms of your health, this fear, all of this fear that you're carrying, all of these things that you're holding back, not saying the things that you need to say, maybe you need to start journaling because you need to get it out. Yeah. We get ill when we keep keeping things inside. All of those things that you've pushed in and pushed in and pushed into your body and you're not letting out, they've got to find somewhere to stay. Right. And they fester. Let it go. Let it out. Write it out. Write it out Keep writing it out Because I'm seeing swords here So write it out And then do something That helps you to explore um, What is pleasurable Like pl- pleasurable for you So I pray that that resonates with you Thank you so much for writing in And I believe that I do get to these letters At the time that I'm meant to get to them So thank you for writing in in January And I'm sending you all of the love For those people who want a month ahead Or monthly month ahead reading You can go to patreon.com Forward slash Kelechi for, And um Sign up, subscribe there And every month uh, I will send you um, your reading A personalized personalized reading for your month And after three months of being in that tier Then you get a 30 minute Zoom One-to-one conversation Where you can ask me a question That you have been wanting to ask um, And that you want an answer from Tarot so um, other than that, keep sending your letters into SYM at com. I appreciate y'all All right, so I'm going to pick up the first of this week's show sponsors who are Dipsy Thank you to Dipsy for sponsoring this week's episode So like, where have you listened to Dipsy? Where would you listen to a sexy story? Like where, where would you listen? Like where is off limits to listen to a sexy story I mean, I joke sometimes and I'm like Don't listen on the tube But why not on the tube, right? Imagine yourself, you've got your headphones in You want to make sure that that Bluetooth remains connected I imagine if it just disconnects But you ain't got to worry about that (laughs) I'm just saying things, child I'm just saying things But you've got your headphones on you might be at the library, just smiling in people's faces. You might even be at the gym. Have you tried that? Maybe it's cool to listen to a sex like a sex story. While, like these erotic stories While you're at the gym What does it do for your energy levels? I'd be interested to know Like, let me know Basically, Dipsy is an app And it's full of hundreds of sexy stories Designed by women for women They bring scenarios to life With immersive soundscapes And realistic characters So you can discover so many different stories Like second chance romances Adventurous vacation flings And just, you know, hot and steamy hookups so it's really, really inclusive Um, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners And 56% of their stories are voiced, um, voice acted by people of colour Um, You can now listen to spicy audios by your favourite TikTok creators If that's what you're into They are attentive to your every need and prioritise your pleasure And have voices that will make you melt So there's that guy on TikTok Isn't it that guy that speaks and he growls? Um Maybe he's on there Why don't you go and check it out Why don't you go and check it out Basically new content is released every week And um, so in between listening to your favourite ones That you're playing over and over again You can get into some new ones as well And see how you feel about that and explore They also have um, soothing sleep stories They have wellness sessions As well as sexy written stories um, In case you know you just want to read it instead Make sure you get that privacy screen protector on your phone In case you're reading it in public Um, Just helping you out Unless you believe That sharing is caring Why not But obviously tell them To get their own Dipsy subscription If they're that Into reading over your shoulder So let Dipsy be your Go-to place To spice up your me time Explore your fantasies Like the letter That I just read out For the podcast And you know Relax and unwind Or even heal things up And heat things up Rather With a partner Heal things up It's also healing To like play around With each other And listen to fun stories. If you're into that, that will be cute. Anyway, for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash straws, that's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash straws. So you get 30 days of full access for free. So go and check it out. Dipsystories.com slash straws. Go and get your life. Anyway, let's get to share your magnificence. Okay, for Show Your Magnificence first this week, I wanted to um, share this with you. Okay, the Silverstone Race is just finished. I was actively try. I've just seen it flash up on my phone. I was actively trying not to speak about it because I'm not there this year because um, I wasn't invited and nobody got me a ticket. So... I'm just here recording for y'all with no Silverstone. I think everything happens for a reason. And these drive to survive Americans that have now started getting into Formula One. I don't know if that would have been my vibe particularly. But I'm just saying that because I'm not there. I'm sure if I was there, I'd think it was cute. But two years in a row is cute or whatever. Who knows what happened in other years. But also, we all know that I haven't been as vimtastic, like vim, vim, vim. Um, this year, with the vroom, vroom, vroom of F1, because I just think a lot of the things that are happening are absolutely disgusting. Um, the racism is really racismizing. And um, yeah, I'm just not with it. I'm not. So I guess the energy was out there, and Spirit was like, you don't need to go this year. Don't worry about no candy floss in the paddock collab or the lobster. Don't worry about none of that. Sit your ass and go and record your podcast. So here I am with y'all. Okay, with y'all. Anyway, let's get into this. Hello, Kalechi. I hope this letter finds you in the best of health and spirits. First things first, as a patron and a general admirer of you, I just want to take a moment to say uh, to let you know how much I appreciate the incredible work you do in all the many avenues that you are excelling. Truly, the ultimate baby girl. Thank you. Seriously, you're like a ray of sunshine in this crazy, crazy world, and my life feels so much richer for having experienced the wisdom, joy, and straws you've shared. Keep doing your thing because there is no one like you. Thank you. No one like you. Big up Peace Square. Um, speaking of making a difference. I wanted to nominate myself for Share Your Magnificence and tell you about this amazing event that I've been working to produce. Three years ago my brother and I started uh, my brother and I started a community interest arts organization called Flat70 based in southeast London where we grew up. I won't bore you too much with the details but if you'd like to if you'd like you can read more about our story on our website flat70 as in flat70.co.uk. And see some of the work we've done um, on our Instagram as well Which is at underscore flat 70 70. In short, we're all about um, supporting emerging artists uh, Celebrating culture and bringing our community together I think the work we've done over the years has been pretty special And we want to celebrate all of that And continue to support the artists we work with With that in mind, we're hosting a flat 70 family fundraiser that was a very many f Alliteration collector Flat 70 family fundraiser on July 26th at South London Gallery And despite a whole lot of anxiety and self-doubt I've been dedicating myself to doing everything I can To make it a beautiful event that fulfills our values as, um, as an organisation And I wanted to give myself a little shout-out Shout-out to boo, Shout-out to honour the work we've done so far If it feels right to you, it would mean the world if you could share the details with your listeners. They can RSVP and grab their spots at the event through this link. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes for you to get. Um, It's on Eventbrite. I really can't thank you enough for the positive impact you've had on my life through just existing as yourself and giving uh, giving the rest of us dickheads in recovery the permission to do the same. Your authenticity and passion are contagious. All the love and gratitude. Thank you, baby girl. Two slaps on your chest for flat 70, you and your brother. Big up yourselves. Big up yourselves. That's wonderful because we've got to support each other in it. So, um, 26th of July, a mood, a mood at South London gallery. So if any of you can get down there to show support for the fundraiser, please do. I'll put the link in the show notes and you can grab it from there. So let me just remind myself done reminded myself so, so i'll have that in the show notes for you remember Kalechi, remember anyway um thank you so much for sending that and um now we're going to cut to an interview that i did a be- beautiful beautiful chat that i had with Sampa the great um named Sampa uh, Sampa Tembo And um, Sampa is a brilliant singer, rapper, songwriter, baby girl Um, She recently had um, a a show at Coco in Camden Which I was meant to go to And then other people started messing with my life But everything happens as it should And everything is working for me, not against me But sometimes people be trying me, chow But yeah, Sampa was amazing to talk with. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful soul. And, you know, I love talking to artists. I love talking to like writers, to everybody, really. Like there's so much wealth, so much beauty, so much talent out there in the world that when people are like, yeah, like let's chat. I'm like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking do it. Why not? So I hope you enjoy our conversation about music, about spirituality, about authenticity about integrity you know well I'll catch you in the flip well not catch you on the flip side go and enjoy the interview and I'll chat to you in a bit nice so (laughs) welcome Sampa welcome 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 how are you
1: I'm good um we had a very amazing show last night I was so floored by the support from London it was insane
0: oh uh,
1: young cry
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm so annoyed that i missed it i was so looking forward to it i was so looking forward to it um i so i had an interview to do um yeah. and it's been moved around moved around moved around and then they were like oh um can you do 6 30 and i was like okay if i do 6 30 you're on at nine that's fine i'll make it at eight minutes past six I get another email um sorry gonna have to move this to 9 p.m I was like why are my enemies after me why, why are they after
1: me oh <laughs> well, we took a video so hopefully yes. we put that out. but it was it was good it was really sweet you deserve
0: you deserve Coco as well Coco and Camden
1: uh, that was beautiful really beautiful
0: no oh, but how's the journey been so I'm um, you know loving your music loving the support that you get on you know Spotify that's the main one that I use anyway to like listen to music um loving the support that you get on Spotify loving the reach that you're getting and everything's growing everything is flourishing yeah. all of the time so I love that for you um but obviously I I read that there's some There's some, like, conflict, I guess, in terms of nationality, identity as well, um, as all of that. Because you were born in Zambia, right?
1: I was born in Zambia and Mm -hmm. raised in Botswana, Mm -hmm. raised between the two countries. I mean, I know I'm Zambian, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but the conflict's not coming from me. Uh, (laughs) It's definitely a thing where I was based in Australia for a while. And the thing about Australia and the Australian music industry is they didn't really recognise a lot of African voices in the industry. Mm -hmm. They they are and they were a lot of underground R&B singers, like rappers, Mm -hmm. people from every genre who were not getting the same attention as their white Mm counterparts. And so it would be a thing where they had never seen anything like us Mm -hmm. or anything like And uh, until I started garnering international attention when london started calling and you know states started calling then australia was like oh she's ours yes i was like oh now i'm yours (laughs) no but it just it became a funny thing where we were often going back and forth with the media over why they were calling me australian i mean there are many artists who are based in different places so it doesn't change their nationality doesn't change where they're from but for some reason, the Australian media kept calling me Australian. And we did a huge thing about it. Heck, I did an album about it. Mm. It was like, I'm Zambian. I was raised in Zambia. I came to Australia for uni, for college even. I was two, two three years and I was done. That doesn't change, you know, where a person's from. Mm. And I, I got to stay and work with musicians from Australia and release a great mixtape. And that started gaining attention. And I think, you know... Was the Australian music industry saw that, and that was you know a way to say, "Hey, look, we have hip hop here as well."
0: Yeah. And
1: now, now I we mean, make- Iggy
0: Azalea is Australian, so they they can they can take their girl Iggy. It's right there. it's
1: their girl. No comment. It's just,
0: it's just no, 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 no. It's just no. an observation. Like their own is around- <laughs> not the same. No <laughs> comment he <laughs> is right there, but, but aside from that, yeah. no I do you know like it's conflicting, isn't it, because it's like they're wanting to embrace you in this way, but at the same time, that embrace is almost violent because you're erasing where I'm like where, where, I'm, what from. Makes me, where I'm from and what makes me, me me and it's almost as if like for you to acknowledge that I'm not from here yeah. right would mean that you what you'd show me the violence or the kind of behavior that you show other people.
1: There's so many layers to it. I mean, first off, these Black Indigenous people in Australia okay. are also not acknowledged. Um, in order to be like, you are Australian, you you have to remove my identity and country where I'm from, number mm. one. And then, you have to acknowledge that it's solely hip-hop. No African-infused genre. Mm. You know, because we were doing different versions of hip-hop. We were adding Zambia to the, to the mix, but that was never said as well. So... It's interesting. Like, my journey in Australia has been a while. <laughs> wow. I've met some amazing pe- I've met some amazing people. Mm. And I see young black artists like Genesis Owusu, Kaid, mm. Nyasha, who's on tour with me right now. Yes. Hi, like, so Mepuki, so many young people who are benefiting, Uh, you know, of the just the struggle basically that we had in the beginning of our career to make sure the Australian music industry hears us and that Mm -hmm. we read loud and they pay attention, but it wasn't easy in the beginning. And obviously caused a lot of, uh, you know, friction and we really had to stand up for ourselves and also leave the industry just so that they know, you know, how deep it is to make sure black voices are seen and heard.
0: Wow. It's been a yeah, it's been a real journey, and I think that that's what's beautiful about what you sort of infuse into your music. It, it's a journey. Is yeah. my favorite healer, but you know, like it's a, <laughs> life it's is a, life is a total journey. Like total I, didn't journey, yeah. right wow. I didn't think
1: I was in Zambia right now. I didn't think because I had to relocate during the pandemic again. A lot of Australians couldn't get back into Australia, but also non-Australians, as in students, mm. which my sister was, was, were told that they had to leave Australia so that they can accommodate Australians for the pandemic. What? Yeah. yeah. It was...
0: You, I do know like it was because even Australia. on this podcast, I feel well, like well, I'm talking Australia and talking, love, but you know, I missed this.
1: So um, a lot of the international students were told, you know, it's either you go back home, but there's no assurance that you you enter the country because the borders is closed for everybody, even Australians on the oh. outside, or you're staying, but you may, you're not going to school. And, you know, you don't have your uh, part-time jobs for a lot of international students. That's the way we earn money to take care of ourselves, pay our rent. So you're basically stuck. And then you're not uh, Australian national. So you don't get the benefits of, you know, Uh, what's this the doll or anything that's what you'll call it here so it was this weird place where international students were like well the only choice I do have that is to go home on top of that my parents are in uh, you know in Botswana so I had to go and make sure they they were okay because that got COVID and so it became this whole thing where we went home and we couldn't get back into Australia oh damn and it was like okay so this place where I've established myself this place where you know a lot of my music music is being made. I don't have access to it anymore. And I'm back in Zambia, where I was born, you know, where my people are from, but where I haven't necessarily created, one, a name for myself at home. I mean, they know of me, but I haven't stayed home long enough to be like, this is what we do from here. And I felt like I was given an opportunity to do that. Um, even though I thought that I'd have that opportunity later in my career, because also going home is not easy. Everything is twice as expensive. You, know? yeah. you have to teach people sort of the things they don't have access to. We don't have the same, um, you know, material. We don't have the same resources. So mm. it was really, it was really a huge challenge, but a challenge that I'm grateful I had because mm. I got to be reintroduced to Zamrock. I got to meet my mentor from the witch, Jagari Chanda. I got to meet my beautiful band who is now the first Zambian band to do this, that, 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 that. And just, you know, recenter myself and feel the wholeness of being Zambian and being and living in Zambia. It really gave a new purpose to the music and the spirit behind the music, which I love. So a redirection, but for the better.
0: Definitely. And I think that, you know, like sometimes things do happen in order that we examine how we even see ourselves. So Mm -hmm. when Australia was doing that about Australia's own rare, 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 when they're doing all of that, it was so that you could look at yourself and be like, Australia's own (laughs) wedding. Where did that one begin? Where did that one start?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Truly, truly. It really made me, okay, even just look at the music that I make. um, Because for a long time in Australia, you know, the return BB-9, it was centered around being a black person in Australia Mm. and the struggle that comes with and the community that I had to represent. And then as above, so below, it was so much freeness. It's like, okay, I'm in Zambia and they are Zambians. (laughs) They are black people. Like we're not, I'm not there fighting to show you I'm Zambian. I'm not there fighting to show you I'm African. And I actually now have space. To not only do that but also show you the joy of being African. Mm. But not all the time the pain, the pain. Like not all the time the struggle. Something like sometimes there's beauty in showing the joy of our humanness. Always. I feel always. like I only got to do that once I left. Oh.
0: And yeah. I love that because um as above so below like there are so like the titles the way that you go about choosing your titles whether it's for a mixtape whether it's for an album like how you go about choosing your titles is so gorgeous to me because the spiritual element of it is always kind of prevalent like it's just always there and beautiful because nothing that we do on the surface can happen without something happening underneath
1: and that is the main meaning of it is what's happening on the inside is what i'm going to fully express on the outside mm. and because i finally got to go to zambia i didn't feel i felt whole mm. it didn't feel like there was a sample on this side and a sample on that side it felt like one whole sampa temple and i got to show that to you so i'm glad you mentioned the spiritual meaning of it because my dad used to say it all the time as well guys as above so below that's nothing <laughs> so
0: like that is just like they a they thing. A saying.
1: Saying. A <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> and it was yeah, it just felt fitting. It felt fitting for the album.
0: Even I love like Sampa the Great, the when we speak wholeness and speak greatness over our lives, because even sometimes, you know, the way that we the ways in which we are named Uh, you know, it's about blessing, it's about talking about the circumstances of our birth, all of these things but to choose, like, no, this is my name this is how I want you to know me address me, yeah, exactly especially
1: in an industry like Australia, it's like, okay gonna start calling this black woman great
0: (laughs) right, can can you say that again so, Sampa the the great, the great do do we need that bit, can I just call you Sampa no, 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 no (laughs)
1: and you're doing the accent correctly you add the great to it But also just even on a personal level, you always want to be the greatest version of yourself. Like, you're not always that. And I was not, trust me, not always this confident in my voice or the songs that I did, or even just being on stage. I remember going on stage with my first band. We do the show. I'm like, bye. (laughs) No explanation, nothing. So thank you for, you know, coming to. And that confidence (laughs) grows. (laughs) <laughs> that confidence grows and you get to see, you know, how especially young black girls in the front at the show, how they how like, oh, we can do this. Like we can wow. we can do this. And you see the the weight that comes with that, but also just the power and peace in knowing that you're gonna be that inspiration for someone else. That's as other people have been inspirations for you. I mean Angelique Kijo just even bad. Bad, bad spoken to her is I see now what they see, and yes. I think that's it's it's really dope and then you know, just to encourage them to be like put the grade in front of your your names or behind your names, and you know we all have to aspire to be the greatest versions of ourselves, so
0: that's, that's- so, so where does it take you now because um this London show. You know, from everything that I was reading online before us chatting today was everyone had a great time and why wouldn't they? I mean, it's you, you know, like, why wouldn't they? But it's great to see that feedback. It's great to see in real yeah. time people talking about how touched and how changed they felt from experiencing that because you bring a lot of soul, you bring a lot of passion, you bring a lot of healing through your work and, you know, through your music. So where what's, where, where do you see yourself, like, going with this now?
1: Mm. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> um, I think for me, I'm all about us telling our stories. Mm. And uh, I think documenting these experiences is going to be huge. Mm. I've always loved film. I've always loved visuals. But even in our touring, I've just been like, yo, we've been going around saying, you know, we're the first time we are meant to do this and do that. Mm. And we have about maybe two good live performances that are filmed Mm -hmm. (laughs) of this experience we should be documenting this because even as we're reviving zamrock we're trying to look for footage from way back then and we can't find it so how are we going to give this to our kids how are we going to give this to the young generation of zambians to be like yo we did that like we Mm -hmm. did that so documenting is a huge thing for me i'm trying to film a lot of this journey and even go into, you know, short story format yeah. and, you know, short films and seeing where that leads me. But yeah, sound for film is also huge. So the direction is looking like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and I think that that's beautiful because everything is so intertwined, right? Some of the best films that we remember it's because of the music that was also yes. a part of it, and mm. all of that stuff. That the things that we have to relate back to in terms of even people like Felakuti is yes. because of you know it being documented. So of course, and exactly. all the time you have to document it, and also mm. thinking about the conversations that tend to happen about music generally, mm. as it pertains to the continent of Africa. Yeah. So everything at the moment feels very centred, whether it's, we're talking about um, uh, South Africa or we're talking yeah. about Ghana, or we're talking about Nigeria. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the conversation isn't, you know, moving beyond yeah. that because it's been also because it's been influenced by the West and the West are like, Oh, <laughs> we already have no, we one one our three regions. <laughs> yeah. We know. So you, you, the rest of you can go, we don't need you. La, 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 booga, booga, booga. We can, you can do that's we you. a lot of information go. already. Right. <laughs> we've got to know you all as different people. Why can't you all just be under one genre? And it's like no yes, kids, we're different countries. Are you exactly. right? So, um, right. So Zamrock, you know, being, you know, um, brought back uh, or brought to the forefront, brought to the mainstream in this way, brought into um, discourse in this way. I think that that's amazing that you are, you know, that you're doing that.
1: People have to know there's many different genres from the continent, and even within South Africa itself, they are genres. Right. You know, so just knowing the country is not enough. Like, even there's a lifestyle attached to Afrobeat. There's a slang attached to it. You know, not everybody can language attack, uh, attached attached to it. Language, whatever. yeah. one in and jump out, and that's special. And we love it on the continent that people are finally paying attention to music from the continent. But we also want to make sure that it doesn't go the same route as Africa is
0: a country. That's, and that's what I love. Like you flatten no. our experiences, no. you flatten no. our no. creativity to be no. like, oh, we're just all this no. one thing and no. it's not fair.
1: It's not and it's we also don't deserve to have that discourse between ourselves amongst amongst ourselves and mm. ama piano ashake has come to do a beautiful thing <laughs> and we are now connecting with each other we're making yeah. music with each other and that's really beautiful and we don't need the whole the West is looking at one place and that cause discourse between everyone else we really mm. don't need it so. Hopefully, you know, as we document our music, as we bring different genres to the forefront, you know, Africa can really take hold of the musical narrative Amen. by ourselves.
0: Amen. Uh, by ourselves, for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I definitely agree with that. Well, thank you for speaking with me today. And look at thank that. Even me. though your voice was doing a ha, ha, ha at the moving here and there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we understood. <laughs> <laughs> no your voice is great like uh, you know hearing you chat about everything your voice was just fine and I'm the the reason being you gave everything you gave your all yesterday yeah. or, you know last <laughs> night so i'm glad that i get this this part of you this thank this version of your voice today because you gave everything on the stage <laughs> last night <laughs> but thank um you so no i look forward to seeing more great things from you um because you are great so thank you
1: and, and you too thank you so much
0: so I hope you enjoyed that interview with myself and Sampa such a babe, such a babe. And so interesting, the conversations about like nationality and when people decide to claim you Iggy's right there, right there. Anyway, like, yeah, such a beautiful conversation, such a baby girl. So please do support, 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 um, go on the streaming sites. Although I still do have a Problem with these streaming sites But we support anyway That's what we're here to do You know, to support the people there doing what they're doing um, So I'll take that chance then To pick up the second of this week's Show sponsors who are ExpressVPN So you might be shocked I'm shocked that in 2023 Every parent hasn't installed ExpressVPN on their kids' devices Like you wouldn't let, you know Your kids walk home from school Without telling them Not to talk to strangers Or get into any windowless vans Or just not see a clown And follow the clan, a clown Into a manhole You know like There are just certain things You would just would make sure That you let them know Um as a safety precaution And that's definitely why You should also have Express VPN installed so-, in so not letting them Just go online And just do whatever They like on the internet See every device Phones, computers, tablets Had um, a unique IP address Which is like an Internet phone number And reveals personal Information about you Like where you live So it's super simple For a stranger online To find your IP address If you've ever clicked On a sketchy link Or opened an email With a bugged image um, Your IP address Can basically be exposed Who knows what kind of creeps Could physically track You know, any of you down And we want to avoid that So please Put your VPN on your things It's not just about being able to watch the shows that we watch But it's also just making sure that you're not traceable in that regard So ExpressVPN is an app, in case you don't know That hides your real IP address and replaces it with a dummy one Keeping you safe and private It's so easy to use, I've got it You just download the ExpressVPN app on your phone or computer You tap one like button and you turn it on um, And you're easily protected, just like that so, um, I love it. And here's one of the coolest bits about it they let you choose what country you want your IP address to look like that is coming from. So, um, this is really, really useful. Like I said, when you want to use it on streaming sites like Netflix or Disney Plus or um, whatever the case may be, because basically sometimes you don't see all the show, shows that are available on that platform because of the country that you're set to or that the country that it recognizes you um, as being from um, or being in from your IP address. Um, so I make sure that I've got, I'm um, VPN loaded up, um, and then you can just do what you want. So try it, secure your family's online activity and lock ton and unlock tons of new shows by visiting expressvpn.com slash straws. And you can use the link, um, or the code well it's the link isn't it ExpressVPN.com slash straws It's a link um, to get yourself three extra months free um, That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash straws That's ExpressVPN.com slash straws Girl like you know what I mean Why is my tongue doing what my tongue is doing? Go and check it out It's really really useful I can't keep telling you lot enough Make sure you have a VPN All right. Don't go and do mad things like be on burners and talking shit to people, but definitely have a VPN, especially for our little bubbers, for our little babies. Make sure you have it on. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that. So we might as well, since we're talking about a little piece of madness, get into the madness full force and let's get to So You Mad. So this week on So You Mad, there was so much happening upon the internet that it was really hard to kind of narrow down things. But I think that the main story, I guess, is that Threads has launched. Threads is um, a meta slash Instagram creation that is very, very similar. Why can I still hear myself? Very, very similar to um, Twitter. Elon Musk is vexed He is so vexed But that's what you deserve Because last week You were talking to us Like we were dickheads About go and touch grass Yeah Go outside Go and interact With your family Well we went to go And join the family On threads How do you feel about that Huh You coming apart At the seams Okay then You feel torn Okay then Mend it I didn't even read Baby girl What the thing was For mending But maybe I wasn't Meant to Hmm. It is that Um but yeah, like, so it's launched. It launched on the 5th of July. I love that Chani, you know, Chani Nicholas, who created the, or, you know, is behind the Chani app. Um, she did a birth chart for Threads. Everything has a birth chart. If you can find the the day that it was announced or that it was created, that is its birth chart. And it's so funny to me that according to her, Threads has a Scorpio rising birth chart. So we go together real bad. Me and Threads, we go together real bad. Toxic. Go together real bad, um. But yeah, I feel like I'm just there trying to get get to the bottom of like why things are. Let's make sure I hear myself. Why things are the way they are on that site. So from what I understand. There were groups of people that were invited initially to test it out, to see that it worked and all of that good stuff. Um, And the first people that they sort of invited were, of course, the celebrities, the, the celebrities. They invited them first. And I just think that that's interesting. You're trying to design an app for conversations. And then you're asking people who aren't really used to having conversations. They are what conversations are about. Right And they are just there Essentially to be flattered Their management teams Don't let them say that much Hardly any artist Or celebrity Sports person Whatever the case may be Actor None of them Talk for themselves Really Usually So in the first Few days of creating it Yeah it was cute Because it was only The celebrities And the fancy people um, Talking to each other And it's like Oh my god This is utopia It should be like this forever Where we just talk to each other About how those peasants Just love us um and then after they trialed it, they gave their feedback. Then it was then opened up to the public, and everybody rushed in, and it got like thirty million um signups in like what a day um seventy million. Within a few days Like Elon is throwing up Elon is shaking, crying and throwing up Because my God <laughs> He could only dream Because when we were cussing him out About those um, You've exceeded the rate limit Or whatever When we couldn't read tweets And things like that And he was like Oh well look how much engagement we got This is record breaking So you were getting excited When you thought that you, you could hold us hostage And then now people are all jumping, running in their droves To go and sign up for threads Do mm-hmm. you see how it feels? Nobody in this life is indispensable Nobody So don't think that you've got one over on people Like, oh well, you have nowhere to go Because people will always find somewhere to go, baby People will always find somewhere to go Don't ever fucking get it twisted Right? So, um, yeah, it was just It was interesting to see the conversations Kind of like developing on there and um, people sharing their, you know, their hopes and dreams for this platform. Like, oh my God, I hope it's not toxic like other platforms. Oh my God, this is so cool. This is so fun. This is how I don't, I worry if I'm broken, you know, because I was like, is everybody all right? The same Instagram, the same meta that shadow banned me bomber like they shadow ban sex workers they they don't let you talk about so many things on Facebook Even the way that they um, do these whole protected characteristics thing where white supremacists can Say whatever the hell they like and share some bullshit I haven't been on Facebook in years So I don't know what you all have going on over there because I deleted my page ages ago But so much is happening there and we should, should we not talk about how they basically facilitated Trump winning the elections due to the misinformation that was being shared on there during the elections that they allowed by very, very shady um, corporations or um, companies So this is the same company that you think they're going to give you threads and it's all going to be beautiful when they're actively suppressing people's voices all of the time The algorithm is set up in such a way That you just see vacuous shit all the time But if you say something that is in any way meaningful But and challenges the status quo You'll, you'll be lucky if you see like 3,000 um, views or likes on that thing Because they don't want it to get out to people The days where I write things in my stories That are quote-unquote controversial All suddenly um, only a few people are able to view my stories But let me wear a cute fit Let me wear a cute fit Let me wear a shiny outfit Oh, then then it's seen So it's clear how sophisticated the algorithm is And what it prioritizes And that's scary Should be scared But everyone's on there like Oh, I'm so excited This is amazing We've got threads It's the new place to be um, It's funny to me how even all the brands All the brands that would usually be getting flogged on Twitter And um, that, you know, exploit child labour laws Like that they they d- don't respect child labour laws They're union busters <coughs> Starbucks um, They're having a great time on threads, baby Getting lots of likes <laughs> <laughs> Like they're having a great time And I'm like, has everybody got amnesia? Like what is this even like, what is going on right now? Everybody, I'm so scared. I'm so scared at how desperate people are to perform escapism. I thought due to my birth chart that I'm not the one that sees reality clearly That I have too many high hopes for us as a civilization And maybe that's still correct I, I truly believe that the reason that people behave the way that they believe this, behave Is that if you just gave them the information they would behave differently But I'm trying to think that maybe I'm wrong That people will just beha- continue to behave how they behave Because they want to keep all of the benefits and the um, privileges that they have So yeah, it was weird to see But the funniest one to me Was all the people That are doing all the inspirational quotes Getting like thousands of likes And uh, I'm just like, I am so bored All of this team, good vibes only Everybody fuck off Like, oh, I hope it's not going to be toxic Like that other site You are the toxicity You like the SAP, the the SAP The app does not make Does not the toxicity make It's the people coming to use the app That creates that culture As well as the people who own the app You create the culture together So the same people who are using Twitter The same people who are using Instagram to share bullshit Are still like You're talking about positivity, positivity Have you seen the shade room comments? (laughs) Have you seen them? So you think those same people will not be using the same threads that you're using And what's so frustrating about it is that you're Your tweets are just, oh, tweets Your threads are just out there In the world, they're just out there So anybody can reply Because anybody can see at any time So it's not even necessarily people Who are following you Who know what you're about So in the early days of, I guess Helping the um, algorithm to build um, its identity Or to build um, its intelligence you're just seeing all of these things And eventually I think it will show people What they're most likely to interact with But for now, people are interacting with you Who don't even know the context of anything else that you've said But that random thing has popped up on their thing And they're just writing nonsense to you It's very weird It's very, very weird But what I noticed straight away was everybody doing up candy floss And um, bubblegum lips And just acting like everything was great key keying with um, brands that you know That they take the piss out of children That don't pay properly that are fucking up the environment Like ha 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 This is so wonderful We're all here together Let's hold hands um, I'm sorry Me I stay consistent I can have a key Maybe because on Twitter I was already doing that I can have a key, key with you And still let you know About something that's happening In the world That I think is pertinent That I really think You should know about Like I can do both Why is it that you not struggle To do both It's weird but it got m- much more weird Even before I saw this um, post I'd already thought that shit was weird right It felt very much to me like The Good Place Now I I threaded that I sewed that Whatever you want to call um Whatever you want to call it I posted that this app feels like The Good Place And I put an upside down smile emoji And people are like Oh my god it, it does doesn't it Oh it's so great um, We're away from the toxicity of that other app And I was like if you watched all the seasons of The Good Place You'd know that what I'm saying is not what you're saying This is the bad place Is what I'm saying Because Twitter is a mess But let me tell you what Twitter is absolutely doing We're at least even small, small Still able to have a conversation About what is going on with George Osborne But well, we're going to talk about that later on When I get to straw of the week But um, at least you could talk about it there Instagram is not even letting you do that That is very sinister So um i just share what I, um what I read that I just thought, oh, this is some bullshit. This is some bullshit. Oh, well, let's get it up. Let's get it up. Oh, baby. Let's get it up. That should be the uh, Viagra's new song. Anyway, um, it says here, head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri, says discussions of hard news and politics won't be encouraged on threads. There are more than enough amazing communities, sports, music, fashion, beauty, entertainment, etc. to make a vibrant platform. Let me read you specifically what he said. He says here, the goal isn't to replace Twitter. The goal is to create a public square for communities on Instagram That never really embrace Twitter And for communities on Twitter and other platforms That are interested in less angry place for conversations But not all of Twitter Politics and hard news are inevitably going to show up on threads They have an Instagram as well And they have on Instagram as well to some extent Notice how he says to some extent Because you lot stop it from happening but we are not going to do anything to encourage those verticals. Politics and hard news are important. I don't want to imply otherwise. But my take is, from a platform's perspective, any incremental engagement or revenue that might drive, um, they might drive is not at all worth the scrutiny. Negativity, let's be honest, or integrity risks um, that... Um, Risks that come along with them Whatever you're saying there There are, uh, there are more than enough amazing communities Sports, music, fashion, beauty, entertainment, etc To make a vibrant platform without needing to get into politics or hard news We won't discourage or downrank news or politics We just won't court them the way we have in the past If we are honest We were too quick to promise too much to the industry on Facebook in the early 2010s And it would be a mistake to repeat that What are you talking about? What are you talking about Like What Music Entertainment Sports Beauty Whatever the fuck else That you named Politics Is involved in every Part of that Beauty Colorism White Eurocentricity (laughs) Sports Who gets Who gets where And who gets paid what Between men and women Entertainment Okay, if you're going to talk about entertainment You're not going to talk about the uh, WGA strikes The writer's strikes So... I'm scared by people who say let's leave politics out of it Like what the fuck are you talking about And it's very dangerous when you are running a social media platform To actively say, to expressly say that we're just not going to Because oh we're not going to downrank it You're a lying bitch, you're a lying bitch Of course you are, of course you are Because by not quote unquote courting it You're going to make sure that the algorithm just ignores it So you're not actively maybe down ranking it But you're also making sure that it just does not get any light And that's why I feel like you're anti-black I I feel like as a platform and as people who run these meta or Instagram You're all anti-black and nobody will say it to you Because everybody's bootlicking Everybody wants to make it onto the main Instagram page So they don't want to say what needs to be said You're disgusting you're disgusting And I say that as somebody that had their page deleted Because of that Clemmy Hoopa hoo-ha You're disgusting And then people who are actually trying to make sure That the, the masses are educated And they know what's going on You're stopping them from being heard But you'll promote Oh look at me chopping up onions really quickly And putting it in this lamb kofta. Although that's very tasty by the way I must say But um, yeah I hate it I hate it is what I wanted to say And we should be scared So all of the people who are like Oh yeah, this is so wonderful This is so wonderful Ask yourself why they want you to stay uninformed Why? Why do they want you to stay uninformed? What's the benefit there? And to have these disparate conversations So nobody is ever talking about the same thing at the same time Meta is not your best friend Meta is not your homie, your bro Your broski They're not And it's like we're not going to talk about politics, but also we're harvesting your data to the high heavens. Is that not political? It's not? Let me not. let me not. You not have fun, have fun because i it's been I'm realizing more and more, and that's what I'm saying about this podcast as well. like part of me i'm I'm having more days where I'm considering packing this all in. I don't, I could just focus on a pole dance studio I can just, I don't know what I'll do But just packing it all in Like I'm just like, what's the fucking point? Because powers that be People who have more influence, more money than I do More connections than I do Are actively trying to make sure that people Aren't well versed at what's happening to them And then I'm trying to, uh, um, uh, along with many, many, many other people Trying to make it known what's happening And then you just get tired after a while You're just like, no, it seems like And even the people, what's interesting to me That even the people who were, you know, doing up activism, activism before And we would support them in their activism When they were treated badly by this brand or that brand And will support these people And then they'll jump on platforms like that And they're like, yeah, well I don't want to talk about those things anymore I just want to rah, rah, rah You are allowed space You are allowed um, time You, You are allowed rest I just think I just think that I'll always prioritize rest and peace And kindness and love and joy But if I saw that something wasn't right I would still say it. I wouldn't be able to demarcate a space where it's like, oh, in this space, I'm not going to talk about that. I feel like it's so embedded into who I am as a person that you can give me any platform. You could just give me a pile of spaghetti. And that is the only way I can communicate with people. I'm going to break that spaghetti up and still write my message. Like I'm still going to do what I need to do. So But we're all built different And I'm not trying to say this From a holier-than-thou perspective I just find it interesting That people can switch off in that way Um Just to have a good time with Adam And Mark Zuckerberg It's weird But Do you Do you But it won't last long Mark my words Um so yeah, I wanted to say that. Um, and of course we saw the whole um drama with um Darius and Kiki Palmer. So Darius is Kiki Palmer's, um, I don't know, are they still together, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, who she had a child with um this year, right? Was it this year she had her child? Um So anyway, Kiki Palmer went to um, an Usher concert, I believe She went to an Usher performance And there was a clip that went up online where she's singing um, You know, Usher's singing, serenading her And then she sings along and she's wearing the cutest, like, sheer dress And then she's wearing, like, a little cute black bodysuit underneath she only gave birth a little while ago So I love that our good sis is just getting her life And you know, Kiki Palmer has always just brought good vibes um, I don't know if she's done anything else But from all I've ever seen her, um, or of or interacted with her about um, She's only ever brought, brought good vibes So, well, should we play the video? Yeah, let's play the video Run. Yeah, let's play the video Why not? Why not? Why not? Let's play the video so uh, no Because you won't actually hear anything You guys who are listening on audio You won't hear anything So only if you're watching on YouTube And also the YouTube video Comes out at 5.55 every Monday 5.55pm British summertime GMT when it moves to that time as well um, Every Monday And the memes are memeing It's hilarious Jonathan's amazing at editing The video version of this It's so funny um, And we live chat at 5.55 as well So you can join in with the live uh, conversation While the episode premieres And um, on YouTube But no I won't play it But all you need to know Is that she sings along with Usher And she's wearing this cute outfit Just looking like a cute baby girl And R&B Radar And, Insta- um, and a Twitter account Posted a vi- this short clip 59 seconds And they say Usher serenades Kiki Palmer Darius Dalton Who was, is Kiki Palmer's boyfriend Quote tweeted um, The uh, video and he said, it's the outfit though. Dot, dot. You a mom. Wow. I love, I've never seen different factions of internet, across platforms come together, assemble like the Avengers to deal with somebody in such a way. Everybody flogged and they flogged relentlessly. They dealt with him. They dealt with him. And I said, yes. Correct people This is how you Now let's do it to the politicians But no This is how you deal with somebody Of course there were the people Who were in support of him Like yeah but why is she wearing that He's just He's just expressing his vulnerability That is the only time That you men know The word vulnerability When it's to support some bullshit Some fuck shit That you would do Because you're toxic as fuck Is when you're like Oh no He was just being vulnerable No vulnerability would be Oh whoo Look at my girl She's looking hot And dancing with Usher And I'm feeling a little bit insecure If I do say so myself That is vulnerability People would come to you And be like oh, poor thing Get the fuck over it Poor thing They would have done that You didn't do that Instead You shamed her publicly The mother of your child you, Like you said You a mom She's a mom to your child You pussy clerk. Like And you shamed her publicly By quote tweeting And being like It's the outfit though You a mom So what should she wear? Like the last time they did it to Sierra as well When her pata was above her, her, her trousers They're like, oh, you a mom What do you guys mean when you say that to us? Yes, I've expelled a child from my uterus That is in fact correct What now? So because of that, I can't wear outfits again I can't do, do up cuteness again it's the absolutely vitriolic, patriarchal, controlling, abusive dynamic for me, child. Ooh, I love that everybody dealt with him. The quote tweets. Oh, the ratio. Oh, my sweet Jesus. The ratio. ten point eight thousand quote tweets, 4,262 likes. And anybody that who liked it, <laughs> hellfire is waiting for you. Yeah, hellfire is waiting for you. Anyway, so he wrote that People started flogging him Then he came back to say the next day He says, we live in a generation Where a man of the family Doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids To showcase booty cheeks To please others And he gets told how much of a hater he is This is my family and my representation I have standards and morals to what I believe I rest my case Rest your face Rest your face, you prick about arrest my case. What do you even mean? This is what gets me about some of these guys. You meet somebody being a bad B. She was a bad B when you met her. Why do you now want her to leave bad Bism alone? Why is that? Why do you quote unquote traditional men? Because there was another tweet that he wrote that, oh, as a traditional man, I feel this type of way and that type of way as a traditional man, but she's the breadwinner. So what part of the tradition are you actually emulating When she's the one that's providing your income And providing for your household Like what what tradition? What did you do? Did you marry her? Mr. Traditional Mr. Traditional So traditional Adam lives in theory Trying to post shit onto threads Masquerading like he's got it figured out (laughs) Lauren Hill, I miss you Um, But you're alive I just mean I miss you performing Um, Because you have to clarify sometimes Yeah like what part of tradition What part of tradition What are you talking about What are you talking about Sprinkle sprinkle What are you talking about You know It's giving jealousy And I just pray in this life That God O Lord Mary Please Do not let me and my peers Ever be with anybody That That they That in the relationship They're so Desperately jealous of you That they do not want you To thrive in any capacity You met her wearing cute outfits You met her being a baby girl So why did you think That motherhood Would then mean that she wouldn't And what was wrong with the outfit The outfit was cute She has her booty cheeks out She's got a cute bum It's going to show regardless And for for others to see And to entertain others How is it to entertain others? She just wanted to look cute for us. look at spit Just flying out my face Um she wanted to look cute for herself. It's just so weird. But on top of that, and I'm not victim blaming here, but let us be mindful of the kind of guys that we are choosing, please God. Because people did a quick search of this guy's Twitter page. He's a Trump loving, um, well, why are black people crying that police are killing them when they kill black people, kill each other all of the time type of black guy. And so what's so funny about it is I wonder when I spoke about her being pregnant I don't know if I did But I don't feel like my spirit took to him even then There was a reason that you did not want us girlies to know about him You just wanted to have your problematic problematic king in peace But see when that problematic king decides that he's going to have Twitter fingers He's going to get flogged He is Now when I was speaking to someone about this I had said that I don't think that they're breaking up Um, I think that she's going to wait for this to die down And just carry on as usual But I'm not quite sure now I'm not quite sure Because before she was doing up I love my man, I love my man And then she's now posted some cryptic things um, since Like, you know, if you're not going to Then I'm going to step, basically You have to know your worth You have to know your worth But loving Trump supporters Loving black male Trump supporters You're asking for trouble as a black woman You're asking for trouble Please, please Let us be mindful Let us be mindful So I'm sending you all the love, Kiki But this guy, (laughs) he ain't it He ain't it, baby Traditional man You wish Traditional my back foot Um, We live in a generation Are you 75? (laughs) As if you're not part of the generation Fucking idiot Um. Should leave it there I was going to talk about AI Um, There was this um, convention recently And the AI were talking on their own Like humanoids They were talking of their own um, accord and volition And they were like Oh humans don't have to worry We're not going to take your jobs And I was like Well that's exactly what you would say Right That's what you would say To give us a false sense of security Before you come and absolutely Fuck our shit up That was the only thing That was the only point I was going to make Anyway let's get into Um, Straw of the week, a.k.a. suck your mum I was, the independent newspaper Fucking do better There is is apparently a BBC presenter Who has not yet been named Who paid um, a teenager for sexual photos of them They haven't told us who this BBC presenter is um, and so all the newspapers are, have got it on the front page, but we've not, is the identity has not been yet revealed and people are speculating, but please be careful about speculations cause defamation, defamation. Um, so waiting on that, but the independent decided to put this, spe- um, you know, put this headline up about you know, there's a BBC uh, there's a BBC presenter, rare, 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 rare that has not been revealed yet, but they um, allegedly have paid a teenager for sexual photos of the teenager, and they put a picture of Rylan Rylan Clark, you know, from The Only Way Is Essex. They put a picture of Rylan at, at the top. So by somebody reading it, it would appear that they're talking about Ryland So Ryland quote tweeted and he was like, can you change the fucking picture? Because people are thinking that it's me because of how you've placed the photo And they're writing some disgusting comments And so now you're putting, where's your duty of care? And like you lot have been making newspapers for a minute You lot have been making newspapers and headlines on social media for a while So while you're still making these very basic bitch mistakes it's either extreme incompetence or you're just very nasty. Like you're very mean because now that person was minding their business and they're catching strays because of your fucked up picture placement. Do better, do better. And in the meantime, suck out. Uh, but let's get to the main story. So George Osborne, George Osborne. Wow. George Osborne, um, was, um, Due to get married he, he ended up getting married By the way The narrator is telling you As in me Ended up getting married But George Osborne Was about to get married When an email was sent To many of the people Who would be attending the marriage First of all I can't lie I have to stand It's giving XOXO gossip girl XOXO gossip girl um, Because what do you mean? What do you mean? I am getting married, and an email has been sent to pretty much all of my guests telling them my secrets. Wow. The execution, chef's kiss. What the email said, though, woo. Woo. The email alleges that he slept with a 16-year-old girl And you, of course, you know that that is not okay Age of consent and all of that um, Yeah, it's just not okay Also, trigger warning before I delve all the way into this um, he's he Allegedly slept with a 16 year old girl while, he, while his wife was pregnant And a drunk girl in a toilet cubicle in 2019 So that means that the drunk girl Would not have been in a position to give consent The 16 year old girl The power dynamics Because you were 49 when you slept with her Would not have been in a position To give the right type of consent So you're a rapist Allegedly So the email is very long That was sent around But um, we'll stick to this bit Where it says Interesting, that little comment About that little rift Between Luke and yourself Why did that happen, George? Um, George Osborne, in case you don't know Was um, the former Chancellor of the Exchequer Um, So he handled He was the one that basically introduced The fucked up um, austerity measures uh, that meant that over 300,000 people died As a result of like not having any money Because of these apparent um, austerity measures Mental and um, people didn't have support with their mental health Disabled people didn't have the support that they needed Like so many different uh, marginalized groups Were affected because of these austerity measures Meanwhile Boris Johnson All of these um, Tory MPs had been giving th- themselves money And um, giving themselves raises even though apparently we've got these austerity measures and we all have to like tighten up our, um, you know, whatever straps that were meant to tighten, but they were fine. But we were the ones suffering, and just and also the contracts in terms of fossil fuels uh, f- and fossil fuels that he encouraged and and um, let through. There is a lot. There is an evil, evil man. Evil, evil man. So on every level, the rape, allegedly The austerity measures, definitely He's a vile human being Anyway, let's carry on So interesting, that little comment um, About that little rift between Luke and yourself Why did that happen, George? Because Luke's been telling everyone what happened that night in 2019 With you and that girl in a toilet cubicle That girl who couldn't even stand up Remember her? Of course, it's not just that girl, is it? How about that little girl in Bruton you came across that night? Remember that? Did you know she'd only just turned 16? How old were you then, George? 49? Thea was pregnant at the time, wasn't she? November 2020, wasn't it? That girl made some very interesting posts about it if that girl is around, please um, contact me um, Same age as your daughter, Liberty, just about The one who worked at the chapel Was it just a coincidence that your baby ended up with the same name? Wow, I don't even know his baby's name But I guess it's the name of the of the 16-year-old girl um, Those are massive allegations See, now for me, if I'd read that sort of email I'm not getting married the next day. Unless I too am a demon, I'm not getting married the next day. And that's been sent to all of our guests. All of our guests. <laughs> you are, me, wear white. <laughs> Nobody's see me. I am so sorry. Nobody is seeing me on that wedding day. Nobody is seeing me. Call the, let's call the whole thing off. Call the whole thing off. We're not, what? But, she still went ahead with it. The Jan Crow. Let me not even hit my laptop. The Jan Crow still went ahead and married her demon. She went and married her demon. But why not? And that's. I also want to explore this um, government uh, political aid to wife pipeline that I'm seeing very very clearly. Matt Hancock, your aide, you were paying her for doing fuck all except for gargling your cum. She then becomes. Oh, did he marry her? I don't even know they're together. Then Boris Johnson, Carrie, same thing. Then now, um, what is it? George Osborne. So do you just, do you not just shag in parliament? Is that all you do? You hire these pretty, pretty women. Well, I use pretty loosely, but you hire these women um, to work for you, quote unquote, and then you're just shagging and then going to meetings and shagging and drinking and shagging and eating cheese and shagging. And then eventually when your main wives find out, you get a divorce and then you marry the side chicks that were your aides Like and then you get a new aid and then the cycle starts again Like we are being governed by unserious people Unserious people who lack the discipline to control their libido Like apart from even the libido aspect of it You're a nonce allegedly So what is even going on? But then if people are okay with seeing Andrew at a coronation Knowing that he's the nonce Then why won't they tolerate all the rest of the nonces The noncery, the noncerati huh? Why wouldn't they? To me it stinks is all I'm saying It absolutely stinks For a moment I thought I wasn't recording there I was about to fucking lose it I was about to fucking lose my rag I want to go home anyway I want to go and see my son But um, that's not where it ended Anyway, the um, the, the wedding went ahead Has he deleted his tweet? Let me see No, the tweet I guess is still up Very sad state of affairs Anyway, the wedding went ahead And when the newlyweds were coming out of the church A white, uh, older white lady ran up to them And then she threw orange confetti at them First of all, let me say That your security, George Osborne, fire them They are shit They are absolutely shit That woman managed to throw She even managed to touch you Like, (laughs) before the security sort of kind of Sort of, kind of moved her away Sort of, kind of What if she was What if she had something else? What if she had something else? I mean, (laughs) <laughs> no skin off my nose But I'm just saying right Like your security They, they didn't have you They did They Maybe they feel the same Maybe they kind of were like mm, Well <laughs> <laughs> You know Whatever happens happens <laughs> It's above me now You know Because It is what it is And so she threw orange confetti I want you to understand that That's all this woman did She just threw the orange confetti And that was that And they moved her away Come and see the tweets. Come and see the think pieces about how it's so conflicting because while George Osborne did what he did and so many died, it's absolutely horrible to go to another human's wedding and ruin it in such a way. What does she ruin? What the fuck are you lot on about? What does she really ruin? She didn't ruin anything. She just threw confetti. Confetti gets thrown every day, B. She threw confetti. Throwing orange confetti at two pussyclarts Compare that to 300,000 people dying due to the very ridiculous and horrible austerity measures, which I feel like you can't, ext- you know, you can't extricate it from the Grenfell fire, from the fact that so many people now have to go to food banks, from all of the things that are happening, all linked to these fucking austerity measures. But meanwhile, they're not affected. The governing class, they're not affected They're able to still have their cute weddings in Bruton In the towns where they're allegedly raping 16-year-old girls Like they can carry on with their life But you, you want to take it upon yourself To now say that you want Like why do you not want to identify With people who don't give a fuck about you so much They're literally in a different class to you And they show very, very much so A deep contempt for your kind and then you'll jump on the net And then be like, oh, well, um, the, this is ridiculous The morality terrorists are at it they, I'm quoting black people here, by the way I'm not even quoting white people Black people Coming to cape for this white man That has done all of these things He's in a different class to you He enjoys so many privileges That you are unlikely to sniff in this lifetime And you've taken it upon yourself that you want to come and tweet about how you're just, oh, I don't know Should they have done this? You're interrupting somebody's wedding day It could have been done at any other time I mean, you could have gone to him at work, not a wedding day They could have gone to him at work Where there are snipers They should, at work And that's what I want to know, when you lot talk about resistance When you lot talk about protest Forget the black conservatives Because they lack critical thinking skills And they're not trying to think They're not trying to do anything They don't They hate protests anyway I'm talking about these people Who are alleged centrists and liberals Now this is not just black people I'm just talking generally When you talk about resistance When you talk about revolution When you talk about protest When you talk about change What the fuck are you talking about? Because I'm starting to think That we're not talking about the same thing Because let me tell you If I catch you Knowing what you've done to this country And to the people of this country The working class people of this country The disabled people of this country The queer people of this country Like the trans people of this country Like the, the like all of them um, The global majority of this country Who are affected and marginalized Because of your fuckery Do you not think it's going to be on site? Do you not think that something A small singlet will be torn Whether verbally or otherwise You don't think so? You lot are the same ones that are like, just stop oil Um, As protesters need to stop, um, you know, disrupting everyday people Take it directly to the politicians And now it's been taken directly to the politicians You're like, not like that Just shut the fuck up and put your kettle on Because that's clearly all you're good for Like, you cannot be counted on Go and just put your kettle on and shut the fuck up Because I'm tired I'm tired, like everywhere. You can't win for losing. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, I just want to pack it all in. Like, I'm like, like respectfully, see through the sponsorships that I've got to get through for what's left of this year for the podcast. Um, And if I'm feeling extremely spicy, cancel it altogether. But see it through and just pack it in. Because I'm like, what good could it possibly be doing? Because I'm probably just talking into the ether. I don't care about the listenership anymore, the views uh, or the the I just because it it just feels like things are getting worse. Like when will people wake up? Like from when you've even co-opted and denigrated the word woke, the likelihood of waking up seems very far away. And then you've, like I said, you've got threads And people being like, oh yeah, I'm so glad this is not a political space And then you've got protesters who are like, like this is affecting us Climate change is affecting us And it's going to, like, think about Ella Little baby girl Ella, dying at nine years old from an asthma attack Based on the amount of pollution that was going up and down her street Where she lived in Lewisham Like these people These Just Stop Oil people These um, Extinction Rebellion And all of them lot While I don't always agree With the way that they go about things At least they're getting the fuck up To do something But you lot aren't happy Like the guy that poured milk On the um, protesters the other day Fuck you you stupid bitch And then other people are talking about Ah they're lucky it wasn't acid Fuck you too Like you're so happy to, to, To keep chatting shit About the people Who are trying to pull the boot off your neck like yours, are that's wild to me That is so wild to me And I, for one, I just feel emotionally exhausted Because I just, I just think maybe I'm a bit delulu Like I'm, I'm a bit delusional Like y- y'all got it Like you lot, you've got it Like you, you do what you're doing in it Like if, if all of this makes you happy Then who the hell am I to say, hey guys you know, maybe we should consider that this is fucked up. Do what you're doing and, and, um, you know, suffer with sparkles on. That's clearly what you want to do. Like suffer with sparkles on. Yeah. Have a great time with that. But in a weird twist of events, just stop oil, because she threw um, orange confetti, people thought she was linked with just stop oil. But it turns out that um, they were like, no, she had nothing to do with us. We shared the video, but we don't know her. Like she did what she did. And I feel like I have to stand even harder on that part. Granny protest star, big up yourself. I hope you're not a racist. Big up yourself. Because while other people are waiting to group up to do certain things, you just went out by yourself and went to go and dash that. You just went to go and dash that confetti on your ones. And if, you all, if we're all going to run the story that Oh, you were just a bystander And you were just really happy for them You don't, What, what's the issue? What's the problem? We'll go with that too Wink, wink But big up yourself Not waiting around And I feel like that's what I've been like from earlier I'm not waiting around for people to come around to my way of thinking I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing And hopefully one day, maybe people do come around But I want to know that when I live, like, leave this earthly plane That I know that I was 10 toes down on all the things that I needed to be 10 toes down on and some of you just aren't You're just not And and fence sitting Is only going to give you a sore yash It's only going to give you a sore bum bum Decide where you stand And and get on with it Talking I'm not even going to go there Because it's now going to feel like I'm throwing shade at certain people in particular But all I'm going to say on that part is I don't need to make it onto TV networks to, to, to know that I have impact. And I'm saying the things that need to be said. This podcast is enough. And at the same time, it feels like not enough sometimes, but I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just sad. I'm sad that this is where we're at. That people are so easily distracted Should this person have thrown orange confetti at him On his wedding day of all places Oh my god, his wedding day A fellow human being having their wedding day disrupted First of all, he's a cheat and an adulterer Second of all, and should be first of all He's a rapist, allegedly And third of all, which also should be first And second of all Think of the number of people who died Who can't have wedding days Who can't have their friends and family Throw confetti at them Because they died of starvation Or they took their own lives Because life was too hard Was too tough because of these fucking austerity measures What the fuck are you talking about? Like wake the fuck up And at the same time, I feel like all this passion I have uh, and caring so much about the things that I care about Literally has other people looking at me and being like, oh, I don't know if I can be friends with her If I can be close to her because she swears all the time and she does all of these things And it's like, again, that's what I mean, like you can't win for losing Like I'm penalized for having passion and for caring about things that I think that more of us should care about And, And you have to think to yourself like, what's the fucking point then? I don't know what the fucking point is anymore so I'm going to leave it there this week Because I've got no solutions I'm just fed up Let's all just struggle with sparkles on then Yeah But that's that I have been Kalechi Okafor And this has been SYM Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as What What That's right George Osborne Suck Your Mum And um, yeah, that's it um, I hope you will take care of yourselves And I'll catch you on the flip side Peace it's the Ben for womaness, woman Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this yes. If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sipping your Hard time calling for your long trots You might learn something, whenever we'll never know yeah, I'll let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you're mine, say you're mine